Hello, welcome to Tis Talk. Welcome to Tis Talk. I'm Mary Myers. And I'm Julianne Murphy. It's the week beginning the 6th of February. We've news for you about the station works with Tisbury Parish Council Chair Simon Davison. And if you feel you can contribute towards protecting Tisbury's future, please do it. Help us protect Tisbury. Then local lady Christine Gray with another instalment on growing up in Tisbury. Well, I had to go to a man's barbers and I didn't really like it. I felt quite embarrassed when I was about eight or nine. Then we have all the Watsons with Liz Colcamp. If you love to sing, perhaps you might consider joining one of our local choirs. Kate Gam reviews the award-winning film A Somewhat Gentle Man. A Nordic noir comedy is probably the best way I can describe it. And we finish with another mystery bird sound. And if you were wondering what we played last week, keep listening until the end of the show. Mary went up to the parish rooms on Saturday morning to find out the latest developments regarding the planning inquiry on the station works. So here I am at the Tisbury Reading Rooms and Parish Councillor Rosa Buck is explaining to a crowd of about 30 people in the room what the Parish Council is objecting to. The idea is that certainly the Parish Council and the village are pro a development and that site does need to be developed but in line with the neighbourhood plan. It's not that the site is going to be developed, it's actually what this development has put in for, Mm. which is for 86 houses, not the requisite amount of affordable homes, and as part of the idea that the neighbourhood plan, i.e. the village said they wanted commercial use as well, they've put in for a care home, the 40-bed care home. So certainly it's not that Tisbury is being nimbyish and against any development. The idea is it's got to be the right sort of development, and this one isn't right, and unless there's a robust case that's against really the 86 houses and the care home are the critical things, that even if this appeal got turned down, somebody else could come in and say, okay, the precedent's there, no one said we can't have that density of housing. So I hope that said it. Mm. If you've got any other queries, do ask me. And now people are being videoed by Simon Davison, who's parish council chair. Um, They're mostly expressing their opposition to the proposed development and their support for the neighbourhood plan. Um, I think that this is more about a money-making scheme for those who wish to put this through. Um, It's nothing to do with our neighbourhood plan and and I think that we should fight it. Uh, So I'm not against the development of the site, it's just totally inappropriate. I agree absolutely with what Judith said. We need to keep um, young people in the village in houses they can afford and we also need to keep them to provide places that they can work in the village. Well, we're just basically appalled at the the, the amount of houses that are being put up there, um, apart from the, the, the nursing home. But you just can't just stick another five, six hundred people in on a in Tisbury. Just to, you know, the place is not going to take the traffic, let alone. And how are they going to get underneath the railway bridge? 
Now, of course, not everybody is against this development. If you want to find out more about Intelligent Land, which is the company that is proposing the development and who is the other party in the inquiry that's coming up, you can go to intel-land.com. And if you go to the Tisbury Community Homes website, which is consultwithyou.co.uk, you can see the vision that they have for what the station works could look like if it's developed in the way that they want. Meanwhile, let's get more from Simon Davison, Chair of the Parish Council, about the meeting on Saturday and why he was videoing people and a bit more about this crowdfund idea. OK, so I was filming people yesterday because we have to do a crowdfund and I wanted to get lots of people saying what they felt and, and what they, their views were because, as Rosie was explaining uh, on the day, the developers of the station works have ignored our neighbourhood plan. Mm. They're trying to force through a plan for 86 dwellings and a care home for 40 residents and if we want to stop them, we're going to have to go to court. And going to court is expensive, so we're going to have to do a crowdfund. I'm calling it going to court, but in fact it's an inquiry and there's an inspector who acts like a judge. And that's beginning on February the 21st, so we've got to act quickly. Yeah. So tell us about this crowdfund and why you were videoing everybody. Uh, it was really great that, because I said to Liz Camp, can you just get a few people along so that um, I can record some interviews of people saying how they felt about station works development. And I was expecting maybe 10, maybe 15. And I think we got over 60 people. I mean, mm. people feel so passionately about mm. this. They came anyway. So I spent over an hour uh, interviewing people. It's a really good start to our crowdfunding right. campaign. So what's the crowdfund target and what's it to pay for? Tisbury Council, through careful planning, had put aside ten to 12,000 quid that we would use for a court case because we thought this might come up. and But th now we found that uh, the case is going to last longer than we expected, which means the fees will go up, the legal fees will go up to over 20,000. And we felt we just could not take that from the parish council reserves. Mm -hmm. yeah. And these are difficult times. Pe people want to see their money spent on something for Tisbury rather than fending off predatory developers. Mm. So... I've done crowdfunding before. I said, well, I think we could raise 10,000 quid. If we can raise 10,000 quid, that will take the pressure off parish funds. So as we saw yesterday, the community is already responding really strongly and we haven't even started the campaign. So you're so, hopeful of raising 10,000? Well, I'm really hopeful we'll raise 10,000 and I'm hopeful that we'll raise even more because the more money we can get in, the less comes out of Tisbury's precept and our reserves, which means we can spend money on stuff that Tisbury needs. So over the coming week, We'll be posting stuff on social media and doing a leaflet, which will give you details of how you can go on the crowdfund site and contribute money. So please look out on social media and for posters in shop windows for the crowdfund site. And if you feel you can contribute towards protecting Tisbury's future, please do it. Help us protect Tisbury. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Did you 
you know that you used to be able to get a cup of tea and beans on toast from a little wooden shed on the high street? Well, Christine Gray talks to Julianne about this and other memories of hers about the old shops in Tisbury. So, in those days, you say you lived above the co-op. Mm-hmm. What other shops were in Tisbury? Uh, well, we start off at the top of the little house in the middle, which I'm sure lots of people have seen the pictures of, the, the little house it was in the middle of the road at the top of the high street. I don't know if I've ever seen a picture of that. Yes, right in the middle of the road. There was um, like two adjoining cottages. One was a barber's shop and the other one, one little old lady lived in. Uh-huh. So you had dividing roads with the house in the middle. Never forgot it, and I don't think underneath I probably never forgave Mum for sending me there. Cause it was, you never got over it. Well, I had to go to a man's barber's, and I didn't really like it. <laughs> I felt quite embarrassed, and I was about eight or nine, so I used to get sent off with a few coppers <laughs> to get a haircut. <laughs> to get a haircut, I suppose it was cheaper than the ladies, probably. And opposite there, when I, well, when I was small, opposite there was a shop called Walsh's, which is where Heaton's is now. Heaton's. Heaton's at the top of the high street. And, and what did they sell? That was ladies' underwear, and men's suits, and all various things like that. Socks, gloves, scarves, hats. Um, and then after that finished, Mrs Woods came here. She bought it. That's Annabelle Dominey that was. She was a teacher here. Her mother ran that, bought that. And you could buy the same kind of things, underwear and suits and skirts and dresses and things like that. But they also did lino. You know, people used to put lino in their kitchens. On the floor? On the floor. Oh, right. So clothes and um, flooring. And uh, what's the other thing? Um, coconut matting. Oh. Dust pans and brushes. So a bit brushes. of a hardware shop. And then on the end of Heaton's Tisbury end was Eric Marshall's sweet shop. Yeah, so that's where we used to get all sorts of different sweets. And Eric Marshall's shop, when it was coming up to Christmas, you didn't need to go to Salisbury. Well, we didn't go to Salisbury in those days much at all. That was absolutely full up with toys. Oh, was it? All full up with toys. Absolutely beautiful shop. And then farther down was the cycle shop by the boot. Right. That was David Marshall, that was the cycle shop. And then farther down was the co-op where I used to live, just below the boot. Uh, below that, upon the steps, uh, was Howell's Grocery Shop. That was more of a high-class shop. You get, you know, really good things in there. We had two butchers. We had Mr Mansbridge and Mr Wishart. Proper butchers, old-fashioned butchers. That was when they still had sawdust on the floor. <laughs> and then we had uh, Mr Kellett, who was the cobbler. Really old-fashioned cobbler. Lovely man, used to mend our boots, um, various grocery shops. Uh, what is now the co-op, many, many years ago when I was small, was Maidments, called Maidments, and they sold cakes and bread and various things like that, but I can't remember it. Right. Um, but they did make beautiful lardies, so you could go in there and get a hot lardy. Very, very fruity, and then the bottom is all fat, and it, it, when it's cooked, you can sort of peel it off in bits, you know, so it's all gooey and mm. sugary. Oh, it was lovely. Nice. Lovely. In the square, uh, where the solicitors is now, used to be another clothes shop. That was Mr George Ball, and you could go in there and order a suit or a skirt or buy a jumper or whatever. 
And then down where the Catholic coffee room is was another bowl, John Bowl, and that was a sweet shop and various other things. I mean, I can remember going in there and getting sweets or ice creams or pencils, rubbers, uh, exercise books, all sorts of various things. Uh, by the side of the fish and chip shop was a little was a little cafe at one time. That changed hands a lot. Not like the cafes we have today. It was very sort of rough and ready. Not like modern people would know today. And going back up the high street, just above the chemist, up on the wall now, what's a private bungalow, I can just remember it. There was a little wooden hut that must have been there in the war. And Mrs Shepherd used to do cups of tea and beans on toast. So anyone coming in to Tisbury with the bus and had to wait for the bus, they could go in there and have a little snack or perhaps an egg on toast and right. a cup of tea. So another little cafe. Yeah, yeah. So we were quite a thriving little village, really. Yeah, we? it sounds like it. I mean, between the industry and the high street, it sounds like it was a, a happening place in those days. Um, another thing... Well, I wrote it down. Yeah. Another thing I can remember when we lived up over the co-op, and that was when I just started work. Morrison's estate, out at Font Hill. Yeah. They had, I expect they had 40 horses, and they used to come up through the high street every morning at quarter to eight. Did they? So that was my alarm. Follow us on Instagram at Tis Talk Radio. Here's Liz Colcamp now with what's on listings for this coming week. The 7th of February, Tisbury Youth Club gets together from 5 to 7 in the evening at their clubhouse that's up behind the swimming pool and it's open to ages 10 to 18. Contact Zeta Hooper on 07840907698 or go to the Tisbury Local Youth Network's Facebook page. Tisbury Footpath Club's AGM is at the Hinton Hall at 7.30 on Tuesday. Remember, it's a half term next week and Reverend Joe Nash is running a children's holiday workshop from 2 to 4pm. That's next Wednesday, the 15th of February. It's at St. John's Church in Hinton. Booking is essential and you need to call Joe on 01747 871 820. Tisbury Memory Group's Pop-Up Cafe is on Wednesday in the Hinton Hall from 10 till 12 noon. Tea, coffee and home-baked cakes are served. Everybody welcome. Now the group is also looking for volunteers to help out indoors and in Guy's Patch Community Garden. Contact Anne-Marie on 07704 783742. And if you're at a loose end, there's a healing and wholeness prayer and contemplation session at 3 pm. Also on Wednesday, it's at St. John's Church in Tisbury. Getting together in a group to sing can be great fun, uplifting, and a wonderful way to make new friends. And performing in front of a live audience can also be exciting too. So if you love to sing, perhaps you might consider joining one of our local choirs. Well, St. John's Church Choir in Tisbury meets at seven o'clock in the evenings on three Thursdays a month at the church. Here is Sam Wiggs to tell you a little bit more about it. 
St. John's Church Choir is very old, going back into the 19th century, and now, as always, it supports the music for the church services. We are always looking for new members because we need to keep the tradition going. It's friendly, it's sociable, you learn music, and get a lot of musical support from the other members. We sing old music and modern songs as well. We sing for services and the commitment that is required of church choir members is to rehearse on three Thursdays a month, about an hour and a quarter from 7.15, to sing at three Sunday morning services on the second, third and fourth Sundays and an evening service on the third Sunday as well as big festivals like Christmas and Easter. You do need to be able to read music and to hold your line and stay in tune, but we'll get a lot of support from our excellent professional musical director and organist, Stuart Robinson. Friday, Tisbus has a shopping trip to Warminster. To book a seat and door-to-door pickup, you need to contact Dave Miles on 07500 80 25 25 or go to the Tisbus website. The Tisbury's Community Larder at the Youth Centre behind the swimming pool is open, don't forget, from Monday to Saturday from 9.30 until 3.30pm and on Tuesdays and 30s up to 7pm in the evening. It's stocked with tins of food, tasty treats, toiletries, winter clothing and blankets. For more information, go to the Tisbury Local Youth Network Facebook page. Tisbury Natural History Society will be hedge laying at the top of the community field behind the Nada Centre on Saturday. It starts at 10.30 in the morning. Everybody's welcome. If you do have tools, please bring a saw and secateurs and everybody needs to be wearing warm clothes, wellies and gloves. Don't forget it's the Tisbury Country Market this Saturday from 10 to 11 in the morning in the Victoria Hall. And along with lots of delicious homegrown produce and arts and crafts, it's the place to get your spring plants. If you need more information, contact 07720345950. And on Sunday, Magic Lantern Film Club is showing the award-winning Norwegian crime comedy, A Somewhat Gentle Man. It starts at 7pm at the New Vic at Tisbury in the Victoria Hall. £5 for members, £8 for non-members. And you can find out more by going to the New Vic Tisbury website or calling 0300 302 30 90. Well, that's all from me. Have a great week. And just to add a little correction... We've had a message from Sue Pocock who wants to say that Tisbury Tots meet on Wednesday mornings, not on Thursdays as we've been saying, but on Wednesday mornings from 10 to 11.30 in the Methodist Church Hall. She says we provide tea, coffee and biscuits, lots of fun and toys and a singing session with the guitar and musical instruments each week, all for a suggested donation of £2 per family. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. As mentioned on the What's Ons, Kate Gann now reviews a film that's going to be shown on Sunday, A Somewhat Gentle Man. The new Magic Lantern film season at the New Vic starts on Sunday the 12th of February with A Somewhat Gentle Man, starring Stellan Skarsgård. 
He's as well known for his appearances in many Hollywood films, such as The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Mamma Mia, as his appearances in films from his native Sweden. Made by Norwegian director Hans Petter Moland in 2010, winning several European film awards, the film's strapline describes it as a dark, feel-good comedy. That's a very apt description for a film that opens with the familiar storyline of an ex-convict just released from jail before veering off at a complete tangent. The largely silent Ulrich, played so well by a deadpan Stellan Skarsgård, tries to move on from his criminal past whilst attempting to build a relationship with his estranged family. But at the same time, he's someone who seems to attract the attention from the margins of society, being drawn into a series of bizarre situations which he handles with mystified acceptance. If you're a fan of the films of Joel and Ethan Cohen, such as Fargo, you'll recognise the idea of a genre format being completely subverted. A Somewhat Gentle Man is disarmingly funny, with deadpan humour delivered by strange yet plausible characters. A Nordic noir comedy is probably the best way I can describe it. The Magic Lantern Phil Club membership costs £40 for the year, which entitles members to see 10 films. Or you can pay £8 as a one-off. Details of how to book are at newvictisbury.com or you can call 0300 302 3090. Follow us on Instagram at tiztalkradio. And finally, last week's bird song was... Of course, I'm sure you all got it, a thrush. Now, how about this little winter resident? That's all from us this week. So we've been Mary Myers and Julianne Murphy and special contributor Liz Cole-Camp. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on tistalkradio at gmail.com. You can listen every week to a new episode of Tistalk, and you can find any episode you've missed at tistalk.buzzsprout.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Tistalk, that's all one word. And also look out for us on the Nextdoor app. And now also on Instagram on Radio. So do listen in next week for more stories from Tisbury. Bye-bye. Bye.